and welcome to You're Dead to Me. I'm Fraser Ruddick. And I'm Stacey Peterson. Also known as that new face that's on the logo. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Jeez. Make some room for me, man. You must have had a busy week, what, signing all these autographs and whatnot. Well, I must say my subscribers have gone up. This is just a new leap for me. <laughs> you know, those aren't autographs. They're just people signing you up to charities. No, I just hand out autographs to people. I'm like, would you like my autograph? Trust me, you'll need it. <laughs> If you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter at dead to me Podcast. We're also on Facebook, and our email is dead to me Podcast at gmail.com. Shoutouts this week to Bigger Mac and Cheese. Thanks for having instructions in two sections on the box. One said add one cup of water, the other said half a cup of water. Which is it? <laughs> it's half a cup, by the way. I, my mac and cheese ended up pretty freaking milky bastards. <laughs> Also, a shout out to everybody who had to celebrate Orthodox Easter last weekend. I'm sure your boiled eggs were a lot nicer than chocolate eggs. <laughs> you poor bastards. I, um, I went to a Orthodox Easter once before uh, as a plus one. And so their thing is they don't do chocolate eggs. And, they, and so they paint boiled eggs. And they do this little thing where one person holds a boiled egg, the other person holds another one. And then you kind of fight to the death with the eggs. And then, so when the one cracks, I was like, all right, what happens after this? Well, what happens after that? It's like, okay, so if you crack their egg, then you get to eat both boiled eggs. It's like, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> another, golden chicken. An, another dirty, disgusting boiled egg. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I opted out of that one. I excused myself uh, to make a phone call and then um, went home. <laughs> that seems fair. Oh, I have a shout out this week. Uh, my shout out goes to the four women who were walking towards me taking up a full footpath and did not even budge when I was walking the other way and made me look like a dick for pushing past them and the, made an issue about it. Those bitches! I was very upset. Yeah. You, you can't do four across a footpath. It's just inconsiderate and rude. But you smashed through them. Well, I didn't smash through them. I put on like strong shoulders and get my bag up and kind of just very yeah, no, I'm proud of you. But I'm not getting off the footpath. I'm such a, I'm such a weak man that I, I'll end up in the grass just all like, uh, and just feeling <laughs> like pathetic about myself. It's like I should have smashed through. Why? Why did? Why am I getting off the path? I'm one person. They're the ones who have to move. I know. You shouldn't be the one. And then they made me feel rude for doing it. And that was the thing that got me. Like, surely you'd be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't even think that we were four across. But they were like, oh. But did you, did you easily smash through, or was it pretty violent? No, it wasn't violent, but one had to move out of my way. Elbow in the eye. Yeah, I just punched her. I don't understand. It's such an <laughs> over-dramatization, honestly. <laughs> hey, so you moved over the weekend, right? I moved did. house. The fun task of moving Yeah, out. that's the greatest day ever, not. So exciting, just full of wonder. Did you hire a mover? No, I hired a van and recruited my boyfriend into helping me move. Oh, that poor, <laughs> poor bastard. <laughs> I said to him, I said, Thanks so much for helping me today. And he said, we didn't really leave me with much choice. Yeah, and almost a part of me wanted to be like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry that you felt pressured. But then I was like, well, if he actually takes what you say, he's going to like take the option to leave. So I was like, oh, well, you're here now. Let's get going. <laughs> did, did you offer him any incentive? Free meal? I offered that I would take him out. For dinner, but I, I just I it. won't break up with you. What you get if you get to stay with me? How's that? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's great. Very really like you. <laughs> Good no, relationship. No, I haven't. I haven't yet given him his thank you gift. But 
Surely maybe he doesn't want one. He just did it out of the car. No! It's hard, no. I feel like moving is something that exceeds all like relationship boundaries. You know, it's like, it's still a favour. Unless you're moving in together, then you like share the load. But it's still like, please will you help me out? He, he had no like, way out of it. If he had no. said no, then, then that would have been a whole nother problem. Yeah. I'd be like, why? What's your plan? But nobody yeah, ever, did, so ever is kind enough to want to help somebody to move. No. Because it's awful. No, nobody likes moving themselves. No. They don't want to help somebody. I always get roped into this because friends are saying like, Oh, yeah, can you help me move because I don't have any other choice and I'll give, give you a free lunch. Yeah. yeah, that lunch is never good enough. But so many people throw out that non-committal, I'll help. So I said to people, oh yeah, I'm moving on the weekend. And they're like, oh cool, you know, you know, if you need a hand, let me know. And, I'll come help you. And you're like, you're such a liar. You don't want to help me at all. And I'm like, sure, I really love your help. And they're like, oh, let me see what I'm doing. I might have something on, but if I'm free, I definitely will help you. And none <laughs> of them not did. not gonna help me. Ooh. Can I tell you about a sad social occasion that happened with me helping someone to move? Please. Um, <laughs> I, was I was kind of becoming friends with this girl and um kind this is of when becoming I first, friends. yeah like, i just moved here and i was you know getting to know someone and we met and we we're like oh we're getting along so well and then um i helped her move because i had a car and i was like hey let me help and she didn't have any other way of doing it so I you're an idiot move. were you that desperate for friends well maybe i was but but I thought it was nice. i'll help you move i'll do everything anyway i helped her move anyway i helped her move and then she's like thanks so much and she bought me a glass a bottle of wine and stuff like that and then she just, I just didn't hear from her again. <laughs> she used to. I was totally used. I was devastated because I thought it was like the nice beginnings of a friendship and I just was left out. That's and awesome. Was, not, not so much for no, you. Well, it was very devastating at the time, <laughs> but in hindsight, it's like whatever. Did you try contacting her after? Not that much. I was just like, hey, hope the move went well. Like, hope you're all settled in. Do you want to do this this week? Because we, you know, do you want to get dinner or something like that? And then... Nothing, and then I think I said one more thing, and then I left it. I'm not gonna beg for friendship, but it's it was right. just it's a really right. rude blow. <laughs> when her lease expires, you guys will be friends again. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I've been so busy. Do you still have that car? No, I sold it. Oh, never mind. <laughs> have you ever dealt with removalists before? I haven't. Oh, you're very so lucky. Oh, it's hell. It's hell. Is it? Because, yeah, you, you're okay. So, firstly, you're paying like $500 for people to put things in a truck and take it to another location, which you found was pretty easy to do on your own, yeah. although frustrating. Yeah. Uh, when you get movers, you, you get these two big burly guys, and it's very awkward because you don't know what to do in that whole situation. So they're coming in and, and, and taking your stuff and you don't want to help them because you're paying so much money. Like, yeah. what's the point in you grabbing stuff and bending over and ruining your back when you could have just done that yourself? Yeah. But then there's all, like for a man, it's always this little bit of awkwardness in that. Like you feel a bit like, oh, you know, I could have done this self. But, oh. yeah. Yeah. but thanks so much, bye. <laughs> yeah. So no, I don't like them. Not into it. No, I had... then they do the job for you and you're done. Yeah, no, but they're it's always so assholes as well. They're always complete assholes. Uh, sorry to any removalists who are listening. <laughs> but you are an asshole. Well, actually, honest. I don't take you, it you back. Are, you Just are. sorry, you have no, you to are. <laughs> You are an asshole. But one time, I remember they yelled at me. Firstly, they were four hours late. And oh. then they yelled at me because I, was, I lived on a main road. Like, what are you living on a main road for, mate? It's like... This is your job. I hire you to deal with these situations. I had something similar happen to me with an Ikea delivery man. 
I just moved into a house in on King Street and it's a main road, very main road, and we were waiting for them for the um, gap that they gave you and then they just drove by and I rang and I said, hey, like, where are you guys? Are you coming? Wait, and so said, did you see them out the window? You just saw them? No, like the time went by, sorry. Oh, okay. um, but then I rang them to see where they were and they said, yeah, look, it was actually going to be really hard to pull over, so we went to the next job. <laughs> what? So, not you so just So I punished delivery. and I was like, well, I, I need that bed. I need the bed frame to sleep on, so you're going to have to come back. And then they said, oh, well, there's just nowhere to park. And I said, well, find somewhere to park and bring me my bed. I don't you pay all this delivery money and then I didn't even get it. But they did in the end, but... But you're like, at their mercy, the that's the problem. Attitude you're at their mercy, you're up. waiting at home and if they don't bring it, they could be calling you up being like, hey, I've got your furniture. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Um, just a couple of houses down. But I could come to yours. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to KFC and I'll have some lunch. And then I'll think about coming to yours. <laughs> It's a power play. They've got us <laughs> in their hands, damn it. But, but I'm confused about like why they're so funny about like, oh, I couldn't pull into your driveway because it's too narrow. Like that is their job. That is the business that they're working. Surely they've they dealt with fucked. this a hundred times before. Yeah. It's like the couriers who, who don't even knock on your door. That's a job. Come to the fucking door. <laughs> or, they just leave you that little slip, that horrible slip oh, that makes you go yeah, to that random yeah. depot. Yeah, you, do, you like don't don't you hate that? You'll wait at home all day. You're just at their mercy. You're sitting next to the door. Your ears up to your. You're looking through the peephole, and then just out of nowhere, you just get it, get it, like you turn away, and then suddenly there's a slip under your door. It's like what? The, the, no! What is that? that same as when they just slip it in your mailbox. You lazy prick. Why couldn't you just walk to my door? And hey, knock have, on it twice. Well, knock on it any number of times. Here's the other thing. Do you ever have the delivery guy that has like a really fairy tap knock? Just. But it's on purpose. They don't want I... you to answer. They do it, <laughs> Isn't it quietly. Easier? Isn't it easier for them to just be like, oh, here's your package. Yep, thanks. Good. Sometimes you sign for it. Is it really that hard? Maybe they're trying to avoid all human interaction. Yeah, that's what I try and do, but still. <laughs> and they do it successfully. Very successfully. They just want to ruin a day, you know? <laughs> hey, I've got a question for you. Go for it. Have you ever been in a situation when you're out, say, in a restaurant or something, and you see someone you know, and that's awkward regardless when you see them in a restaurant, but they're clearly on a date, and you don't know how to deal with that situation? Yes, a hundred times. What do you do? It depends how much I know them. But if I know them really well, I'll go and say hi. Oh, you'll walk up to the table. Yeah. Right? How are you doing? Who's this little lady? Yeah, if I know them well. If not, I'll just avoid them and wish them luck in my head on the date. <laughs> wait, wait. Do you avoid eye contact? Well, it depends. Like if we're at the same restaurant, I'll go over and say hi. Because otherwise it's weird when they see you and unless you're really good at pretending like, oh, oh, I didn't see you there. How are you doing? So you're supposed to go up to the table and say hi. Yeah. Ooh, but I you make I it a quick up. in and I fucked out. up then. You go, hey, how are you going? Yeah, hey, have a good night. I'm meeting over here. Bye. Oh. No interaction. Yeah. Just in, you've done it out. Well, I was, in a, I was at a restaurant uh, on Friday night and there was a dude that I knew and he was quite clearly on a date. He was with a little chickadee and he had date there, I could tell. Chickadee. So firstly, my stomach drops because I'm like, okay, shit, 
what do I do in this situation? So I, I kind of gave him away from the table and I was like, <laughs> I think I better get out of here. Called for the waiter. Hey, hey could I, I have that bill please? What's that? What's that? Oh, oh you, want me to, you want me to pay at the counter? Oh, you want me to walk right past that guy's table and pay at that counter? Yeah, sure, no worries. <laughs> too easy. So anyway, yeah, but I, I managed to get to the counter without, uh, without him noticing. He was, he you was avoided him altogether. I did, but I gave him the polite <laughs> wave and I thought that was enough up until this point. <laughs> oh, well, a polite I wave is fine. Yeah, I gave the polite wave. Yeah, acknowledgement. Uh, it's more yeah. the leaving of no acknowledgement is the worst. Do you know what's even more awkward? What? Is when you're on a date and the person you're on a date with runs into someone they used to date. Oh, this I, has happened to you before? Yes, Ooh. I went on a Tinder date ages and ages ago. And um, this guy, he, he like lived, he knew everyone in the area. So I was hanging out with him and then we walked by this one beautiful woman. And he's like, hey, whoever it is. And they're like, hey, da 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 da, chat, chat, chat. And she was kind of giving me a once over because obviously it was a date, you know, I wasn't in there. Yeah, and she was a she was a former failed date. Yeah, and so then we finished that interaction. And he's like, "This is this," and then he's like, "Yeah, I used to date her," and I'm like, "Oh, cool," and he like didn't work out, and I was like, "Oh, cool," and then literally like an hour or two later, after we'd gotten drinks or something, run into another person he used to date. And he's like, oh yeah, I went on a Tinder date with her too. And I'm like, dude, are you just scouring the area for Tinder dates? I'm feeling really unspecial right now. At this point, were you thinking, yeah, I'm probably not getting a second yeah, date. Yeah, I was like, cool, man. You just dated everyone. He's <laughs> going, so going through them like a bag of chips. Yeah, and normally I'm fine and situated. I'm not that socially awkward, but you know when you're like the one without the power? I was like, cool. I don't have really anything on anyone. I'm just going to stand here and be like, hi, nice to meet you and let them get it over and done with. But I was getting um, sized up by these ladies. I could tell. They're like, who's this? Did he pay for the meal? I don't remember. Oh. No, we probably went splits. I don't, I don't Wait, remember so that you got, stuff. You got nothing out of this date then? No, I went on a few more dates with him. It oh, was really? so lovely. But so now you're, now you're the girl who's, who's going up to him when he's on other dates being like, hey, awkward. I was like, why do you know so many people here? Anyway, my story does not end. Oh, sorry. So I, I, I got out of the restaurant and yeah. then I was going to a, a theatre performance and I had a feeling I was going to bump into him again there. Oh, I just no, had a feeling. Because the restaurant is, was in one of those weird areas that there's nothing else around. If you're there, you're probably going there for, for some sort of performance. Right. So then, uh, so I saw him at the performance and I was just like, oh, and he was in the way that I was walking, so I kind of walked up and I'm like, hey, how you doing? Oh, uh -huh. oh I thought you might be coming here. Did the whole introduction with his, uh, with his date. Hey, nice to meet you, lovely lady, lovely lady. <laughs> oh, by the way, weirdest fucking handshake of my life, him. Yeah. So I, I've, I've met him a few times before and he had given me the handshake. Um, how do I describe this handshake? Slippery fish handshake. You know no. where it's sweaty and like floppy? No, that would have been beautiful. Um, <laughs> put out your hand. Yeah. Hello, it's 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 nice to meet you. Oh, like crab pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. You crabbed your hand. That's so, so weird. Basically, I, I, I'm, I'm putting my fingers on your palm and just kind of clenching. Pulling back on that. Yeah. That's weird. 
And that was, that was another problem because as oh. I'm approaching him, I'm thinking, I'm getting one of those fucking handshakes, aren't I? How has this guy gone all his life doing these handshakes and nobody has said to him like, dude, what, is what the motherfuck is that? I would prefer a weak, but still technically a handshake than like a crab grab. Me too, me too. What do you it's, do with that? It's, it's like, it's bizarre. Mm. It's bizarre. So anyway. <laughs> So I see him, I get the creepy handshake, I'm like, ah, oh, that's right, he's that, he's the guy who does the handshakes. <laughs> the handshake guy, another level of anxiety. Well, here's, the, here's the problem, we're about to go into a, into a performance, he's on his date, we're, it's about to start. Well. Yeah. What, we walk in together, are we supposed to sit together? Is it allocated seating or general? No. No. No, general the days seating. you wish for allocated seating oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Now what would you do in this situation? Were you by yourself? No. I would make up an excuse and sit separately. What excuse do you have to be like, oh, I'm going to go sit over there because I don't like you? Like, what do you say, really? Well, I There's mean, no excuse. Unless you guys are super close friends, I honestly, I wouldn't even make an excuse. I'd just be like, well, you guys have a good night. We're going to sit over here. <laughs> you had me on the have a good night, but when you said, I'm going to sit over here, that's where it's like, nah, now you sound like a complete asshole. Okay, fine. Then just be like, hey, you guys have a good night. Have a Enjoy good night. Enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah. And then just walk. I don't think you have to excuse it because I'm pretty sure that these two people on a date don't want you there. Yeah. While they are on their date. Well, so the, just do a favor for everyone. That's the other thing. Hey, this bye. whole thing, it's, it's always an assumption that, that, that it's on a date. What if... All these these weird issues that I'm having. What if it was just a friend, and then I'm doing all these things by not not coming up to him in the restaurant and stuff, and he's actually like, "Fucking hell, Fraser's an asshole." But you did a wave. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think though you think the wave was good enough. Yeah, I think though a lot of the time when we feel that kind of awkwardness, it's just to fill this weird void that we think exists. But if you don't <laughs> let the void happen, like I was talking to someone the other day and I didn't know them very well. We just had a quick, hey, hey, going, how's this, how's this chat? And normally I'd be like, so, and think of all these other things to say. But I was like, it was really nice seeing you. Um, really glad you enjoyed whatever we were at. Have a good night. See you around. And then I walked away and I was like, oh my gosh, it's that easy. You don't have to fill the void. Everyone, you don't have to fill the void. That's what you're stressing about, I reckon. But there was no void. Possibly. Just possibly. sit down and enjoy the play. <laughs> but I, I can say that I was able to get out of this situation because his date, yeah. his date said, uh, actually, I think we might go get a drink first. Oh, She's a keeper. Great. He needs to marry her. Oh, seamless but obvious. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. She's think, a keeper. I don't think he got a second date though, because that performance was. Uh, <laughs> it was oh, about no. twenty minutes of somebody breathing into a microphone, and then, <laughs> then the rest of it was. Uh, well, it, what I thought was somebody taking a dirt nap, but then it turned out to just just a regular nap. Just a regular oh, just nap. an actual nap. Yeah. Oh, don't you love a good play? <laughs> I went and saw a not so good play the other day. And it's hard to know, are you allowed to leave halfway through if you're not enjoying a performance? Absolutely to not. To that level. Yeah, no, well that is the question. I, like, what is so uh, offensive to you that you would leave? It was wasting my time. And I'm normally a real optimist, I don't want to leave. But I just was sitting there, I was like, I cannot physically go through this anymore. Can you give a brief rundown of what you were seeing or it is that too just, much to ask? It was just like a very, you know, 
it felt like grade 12 drama and everyone was just reading their lines out to each other. And I found it physically painful. I could not get into it. I wanted, you know when you're about to fall asleep in class or uni or something and it's physically painful to stay awake? Yes. This is how I felt. And that is a very rare feeling for me. And so at halftime I left. Oh, you left? Yeah. Whoa. Okay, that is the only time where so you could probably sneak out, I, I wouldn't just leave in the middle, no. that's so rude. No, somebody, somebody did one. on the performance that I saw on Friday, like five minutes before it, before it ended. It's like, come on, you've dealt with all this heavy breathing into a microphone, all this sleeping. Like, how can you not deal with the last five minutes? I know, but don't you just sometimes when you don't know when it's going to end, you're like, I'm going to be here for another two hours and I don't know if I can handle it. Too bad, it. too bad. You bought your ticket, you committed, you're stuck, you're trapped, you're I trapped like a rat. I want to support it, but it's so painful sometimes. Oh my God. I've never walked out of anything. No, nah. oh, good for you. Yeah. I walked out of a movie once. This was the first play I walked out of. Other than that, I'm normally pretty good. Okay, I'm not going to walk out of a play because I'm not going to, it's a little offensive to the people I know, who are, it's so offensive. Yeah. But I just didn't want to stay. To me, like the moment I bought that that ticket, I'm committed, and I wouldn't walk out of a movie because they're too damn expensive. <laughs> I would I would feel raped if I walked out. Just like oh, I'll just I guess now. I'll just go home now. You <laughs> should feel bad. I do. Yeah, they'll probably up on stage, and they thought they were doing a great performance, and they look out, and there's just that one gap oh. in the audience, like who the fuck left? <laughs> who was that bitch? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I accidentally at a comedy show once, my friend and I were sitting up the front and then there was a break and we all had gotten drink and stuff. But then we moved back a few seats. We didn't leave, but we moved back and the comedian noticed it and made note of it in the audience. They were like, what happened to these guys? Did you see where they went? Oh, and then kind of dissed us to the audience. But we were too embarrassed to be like, we're still here, we just moved back. You know, I have a real problem with this whole audience interaction thing. I, it actually makes me really scared to go to comedy shows. Because oh, I don't want to be the guy them. who's getting pick, picked out and they're, they're, you know, making me part of the act. Yeah. I hate it, it pisses me off. Because um, I love comedy, I love, I love live performance. I went to a, a show earlier in the year, which was um, a man and his puppets. Yeah. Just a dude and his, and his puppets. <laughs> And and there was that there was that moment where where they said oh we're gonna need for someone from the audience and the lights push, the lights come on and I know it's me yeah and they pull me down and I like the entire audience is just looking at me and I'm like oh fuck I I just wanted to enjoy this I'm not in the mood to be going I on know. stage and everyone's just staring at me it's like go down go down it's like oh so I go down and then uh, I managed to get out of it because the uh, the puppet said, said uh, are you a professional actor? And I said, yes, I am. Which <laughs> fucked up her entire, like, her entire routine. <laughs> and then I like, get off the stage right now. <laughs> and but I was so glad that I got out of it because they pulled down this dude and he had to like get his clothes off and shit oh and had the puppet all god. caressing his nipples. And I was, I was sitting there the whole time just shaking like, oh my god, I dodged a bullet there. Oh fuck, that was oh me. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have been able to handle that. But it and makes then me- it ruins the night though because you're stressed beforehand or you're stressed after yeah if i got taken up as an oh i was at um it was a short and sweet uh, festival play oh so and, like amateur theater too and you're getting but, pulled into that yeah but i was standing in the lobby with just everyone and then this guy in a mask was coming around like asking people questions like just you thought it was part of the play you know to get everyone in and we were talking 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 and then the play itself was a choose your own adventure and they were like this person and then picked me and I had yeah. to go onto the stage and do this whole performance like 
well not I wasn't performing, but they were giving me options and then I had to like act out the options. And I was like, this is horrific, I just wanted to watch a play. And then at the, in the middle, um, in the intermission, people kept coming up and going, were you a plant? Were you a plant? And I was like, no, I was just trying to watch a play. It was just... And I bet you were up on stage like real playing it, like all smiles and shit, but inside you were dying. Well, because it's such high pressure because they give you all these options and I was thinking, well, I don't want to pick a boring option because obviously that's not the option they want, but I also don't want to physically commit too much on the stage. Like, I'm not performing. <laughs> it was just uncomfortable. And then I felt all jacked up after and couldn't calm down and enjoy the rest of it. I went to a circus uh, a couple of years ago and it was one of those real dodgy ones where they've still got the lions that they're poking with sticks and stuff and then they've yeah. got the people coming out and doing their dancing with their hats and they look like they're on heroin and shit. And they had this clown running around like, oh, it's like, oh. <laughs> and then he then he was pulling someone in in from the the audience and like oh fuck if he gets me like I I I was in a shitty mood I don't want I'm gonna if he gets me I'm gonna punch a clown I'm gonna fucking punch a clown this is gonna happen oh my god but he didn't he got someone else who did not punch him in the nuts and proud of that guy proud of him for everyone read the room <laughs> he's gonna punch me he's gonna punch me he seems nice you sir. <laughs> So I don't know why you think that you can just leave a performance. Like you can't, cause you can't leave a wedding. You can't just get up and be like, eh, well, that's shit and leave. So no. why do you think it's different for you in a performance that you can get up and go? Cause I'm anonymous and don't have to face up to my actions. <laughs> you weren't anonymous that time that comedian picked you out in the crowd. No, like, but we were fuck? still there. Yeah. No, it wasn't really, yeah, it was rude. Yeah, it was but rude. But no one was going to know that it was me. <laughs> so I didn't have to face any responsibilities, so I left. So but you, I wouldn't leave a wedding, I think that would come back and haunt me a bit more than just sucking it up and staying. Ah. Have you left a wedding halfway through? No, but I've wanted to leave every wedding halfway through, ever. <laughs> Why? It gets fun in the last half. Well, I think the worst one for me was a, a baptism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty painful and I kind of knew what I was getting in for going into it, but you're just sitting there the whole time. And I have suicidal thoughts when I'm in a situation where I just want to get out of it. Really? I'm not a suicidal guy. But if, you're I'm like, somewhere, How do I leave? if I'm somewhere where I don't want to be, it's just like, oh man, would killing myself be better than this? And the answer is <laughs> yes. Yes, oh, no. it would. It would very much be. Validated. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing, like you go to a baptism and I'm not a religious guy or whatever, but I'm like, all right, you know, I'm respect cool with that. Yeah, yeah, you respect what they're doing and you, you go along and you be polite and you, you don't be an asshole or whatever. But I was told this whole thing you know, was going to end in a dunking. I'm like, this is great. They're going to dunk that kids underwater. It's going, yeah. Trickle of great. water. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. It got to the end and there was just this little trickle of water and its head's like, what the fuck? I just had to deal with all these hymns and prayers and shit and just a little, little bit of water on their head. That would be like going to a bris and instead of cutting off the foreskin of the kid's penis, they've just tickled it. Yeah, that's false advertising. You yeah. speak to whoever sent that invitation. That's incorrect. Yeah. Inaccurate. <laughs> eh. I found myself in a situation this week that I must discuss. Have you ever met someone's, your friend's new partner yeah. and you know everything about them because they've divulged everything and then you meet them for the first time and they just think that's your first time meeting and you have to pretend that you do not know everything about oh, them. Oh, I see, I see. So your friend has has told you everything about the partner and probably probably on the, yeah. the sexual... The sexual yeah, life. or emotional or like shitty things <laughs> they've done or nice yeah, things like, they've she's done. She's a psycho bitch. Yeah. Oh my God, I fucking hate it. Oh, it's horrible. And then you have to meet her, meet her for the first time. Yeah, and You're have like, to be like, hi, nice to meet you. 
so what was your name? And then you're like, I know what you did last week. I know how you feel about this. I never know how to handle it. Like, you want to be familiar, but then you always have to run the risk of like accidentally saying something that you know. Yeah. And then being and being like, oh, fuck, do they know that I know that? No, they don't. So don't say it. You know what I mean? You have to censor yourself. I have dealt with this. And I, I, I honestly think I'm a great actor. Uh, hire me, FraserAddict.com. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> no, but, but, but I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess I can, I can internalize it pretty well and be like, but at the same time, I always feel like that they, they know that I know. And, yeah. Um, because they know that people tell you that stuff. Yeah. So like I'm yeah, sure you know. I, I'm sure that. they're, I'm sure they're dying on the inside, probably. Oh my god, what the. They said to everyone, everyone's going to know. know. Everyone's oh. going to know that that dirty stuff that I do in the bedroom and that time that I murdered their cat. <laughs> everything. They're going to know everything. But do you ever plant seeds and try and segue the After conversation? After a couple of drinks, yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> and like be subtle about it so they don't know that you know what you're talking about. But you're like, so how do you feel about this? And they're like, oh God, I have to tell you this. And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I, I'm always more curious as to just like what makes these relationships tick. It's like, so what? actually seeing seeing that person like uh, i don't know those are the questions that yeah, i yeah. ask and you just want to kind of sit and stare and ask them all these like intrusive questions but you can't because they're your friends and you're having a good time i know like, I just why want... do you like this person <laughs> what are the problems? what's what's in this relationship for yeah. you what's your intention with my friend ma'am <laughs> <laughs> do you ever have when family or friends ask you really intrusive questions not intrusive but like presumptuous questions about like maybe your boyfriend or your work they're like why haven't you done this yet why haven't you moved in when are you getting married there is a reason why i don't call my mother anymore (laughs) (laughs) what is a polite way to tell them to bugger off but not be disrespectful and defensive well mum if you wouldn't mind, could you <laughs> fuck off, please? Kindly, but I love you. Yeah, I think, um, so So specifically, what kind of questions? Mainly about partners. About partners? Yeah. As in the future of your relationship? Yes. Like, will you be having kids? Like, yes. uh, marriage? Yeah, that's, that's the most annoying thing, in my opinion. But even if you just, like, start seeing someone, and in the first few months, people are like, so what about this? Like, are you guys serious? Are you guys together for real? And you're like, I just met this person. Why are we rushing it? Uh, I'm real, I'm real asshole about it. (laughs) And people are always asking like, why aren't you this? Why aren't you that? When will you this? And you're like, I'm actually happy right now just doing, getting to know this person or being with this person. And then they put all this pressure on it. Don't you find it weird? Yes. I just wish I could say a nice, please stop invading my privacy and pressuring me. I think your solution to this, this issue is uh, to keep your relationship secret for a while until until it settles in, and I, I've I've always been pretty good at that in that because I don't want to deal with the the bullshit. And it's like yeah, and and that's the other thing when you get in a relationship, it's all like everyone's like ah yeah, that's awesome. But what if you break up in a week? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to pre-announce it. But also, you don't want to like plan for fifty years ahead. Like, can't you just yeah. be young and enjoy like your partner as is? You know well, I mean? because, yeah, that's the thing, because, because the, you'll have more of an impact when you break up. They'll be like, oh, no, I thought it was going really well. I was like, well, I actually don't care that much, but you're making me care and now I'm I know, cry. they plant this insecurity. Even with, like, work stuff, you know, you know, some people are like, hey, how's this going in your career? And I just started trying to be really honest because I used to be like, oh, yeah, he's my nicely 
formed answer, but I'm like, you know what? It's really hard and I'm having a tough time at the moment, but it's gonna get better because A, B and C and they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, so that's what's going on with me. What about you? And they totally don't know what to do when you answer, um, honestly. I don't even know how to answer the question of what's new. If someone just comes up to me like, hey, what's new? It's like, nothing. Yeah. Like, certainly something's new. And it's like, yeah, but I just kind of don't want to discuss it with you. Or it's like when you get back from a trip overseas, that's like six weeks or more. And people are like, how was the trip? Yeah. And you're like, good. <laughs> it was, no, but people who come back from holidays are always just want to want to talk about and get out photos and shit like, yeah, look at this, that, oh, and that's the thing, like you poli everyone politely says, oh, you know, how was your trip? Once you start telling them about your trip, you just see their eyes just like, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, well, it was the greatest time of my life, but you don't give a shit. Maybe I'm that person and that's why I don't like the how was your trip question because I find it too vague. <laughs> like, of course, I'm just going to be able to answer great, good, bad, amazing but I want specifics because I want to talk about it. I've got my photos in my bag and I want to be invited to share it, but I don't want to force it on you. I don't want to see anyone's photos and especially I don't want to see people's baby photos. Oh, I'm not, a, I've never had that yet. Oh, you haven't had people be like, hey, look at him. Oh, he's growing no. up so fast. Oh, oh my God, he's beautiful. And you're like, oh. You're like, cool yeah. baby. Yeah, he's, he's, he's beautiful. <laughs> So you, you don't have people coming into work who are on maternity leave with the baby all like, yeah, and everyone, everyone's all gushy like, <laughs> with, the, with the baby. Not oh, with but the I get gushy. Oh, you get gushy. So then I don't You're part it. of the problem. I Fuck am. you. Fuck I'm off. like, oh, look at the baby. No. And then I like goo goo gaga at it and then I'm like, it's smiling at me. It likes me. Oh, and what, what pisses me off is that people think that I, me, an adult man with no children would be interested in seeing photos or even meeting your child. Maybe it'll spark your paternal instinct and you'll be like, <gasps> I'm ready to be a dad. It doesn't. It does the complete, <laughs> the opposite. complete opposite. And let me just say, everybody's kid is the same. Every baby is the same as every other baby I've seen. Just all... <laughs> All drooling and whatnot. No, they're so cute. Nah, hate them. Stop having babies, people. Sick of it. As Sick of your baby. And if you can have a baby, don't bring it into work. Don't show me your photos. I'm not interested. You know what? If you have a kid one day, you're going to be like that and you're going to be eating your words. No. Nah. Because you're going to want everyone to see your baby. My baby's special. My baby's so smart. And you'll realise that every individual thinks their baby is the bee's knees. Yeah, they do. And that's why I don't want to have a kid because I don't want to be like that. So I'll just not, it's I'll inevitable. Just not have a kid. <laughs> just so you don't love it too much. <laughs> well, considering you're a lady, do you have a lot of people asking, when, like back onto the topic that you were speaking about? Yeah. Do people say like, oh, well, so when are you going to have a child? Yeah, and like... Even if they know if I, if I have a partner or not, people who I don't know, complete strangers, will be like, "Do you have kids?" What strangers? So what? You're on the you're, you're no, at the like train station. So, no, and somebody no. just sails up to you with their coat and is just like, "No, when you like, have kids." Strangers to me enough to not be able to ask the question, but I have some interaction with them like through work or something. But they'd be standing there, and I'm like, "Oh, your kids are cute." They're like, "Oh, thanks. Do you have kids?" And I'm like. I'm too young for children. How dare you suggest that? No, I don't have Hang kids. on, hang on. No, no, you <laughs> dug that fucking hole because you're like, oh, you started this conversation. But can I just like kids? I no. For some reason, if someone assumes I have kids, I'm like, what? No, I'm not grown enough enough for a kid. No, apparently, yeah, apparently in their, in their mind, you're just some creeper being like, ooh, kitties, eh? <laughs> but people do ask all the time, when do you want to have kids? Like, you, do you think you'll have kids? Are you planning on having kids? 
all the time. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bit weird, especially when you're not married and if yeah. you if you haven't been in a relationship that long and people ask that. And you're that. like, when? When do you plan for this timeline? Because I'm not quite on the baby track yet. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like those questions. Well, the worst one for me was when I went to that baptism. Yeah. Because every, oh, everyone's, everyone's getting so crazy. gushy and it was just babies everywhere. And so after the baptism, there was like a lunch afterwards. And so there was alcohol. So I walked into it. <laughs> so straight to the And I, I, I decided I'm not even going to deal with the awkwardness of this situation. And I just stood in one spot and just just kept drinking. <laughs> just staring straight ahead. It was the most psycho thing I've ever done in my life. And it was great. Like, and then, but then the moment I moved, that's when people being like, oh, no, what are you going to have? It was my brother's uh, oh, right. child so you thing. Were quite, that's, that's, yeah. that's why it was, I knew that I was going to be a significant tar yeah. target for this. And I was, and it was horrible. That's horrible. That's like at weddings when it's you're like, I went to my cousin's wedding. And then you just know age wise, because he's just a little older than me, you're going to be the, then when's your turn? Mm. Oh, who's next? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Got to prepare for it. When you're starting a new relationship, how soon do you feel it's appropriate to add each other to Facebook? Ages. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's weird, like, especially if you're talking all the time anyway on whatever other channel of communication. Do you think Facebook is like the last last thing left before you're like infiltrated? <laughs> but for most people these days, that's the thing that because everyone kind of goes Facebook first. Yeah. Uh, then then date and <laughs> dining out and everything last, really. Yeah. Because these I I don't know like like I I think maybe maybe I'm a little little older or whatever. The where I don't know. Well, my my biggest problem is that I'm a stalker. And so <laughs> See, this is it. I don't use Facebook that much, yeah. and I don't look at people's profiles that much. So I wouldn't even look at it if it was on there. But if there was a girl that I was courting, I would look. I would. <laughs> you were courting. <laughs> I love that. Well, you don't say that. That's no, I don't look. know. Like dating. I don't know. I just love courting. It sounds so like you're gonna play the violin for her or something. <laughs> Throw rocks. No, but okay. So, so if there was a girl that I was courting, right, and yeah. then I did have her on Facebook. I would look pretty deep. I'm sounding fucking crazy now. No, 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 no. I get what you're saying. I just don't happen to be a stalker. But a really? lot of my I thought, friends I thought, are. I thought everyone was stalkers these days with social media no. and that everything's out there. So you don't look people up when... No. You don't look people up online. No. No, no nothing. No, I do not Not, not even just out of interest. Especially if it's like a date, then no. Because otherwise you kind of... I don't know. I, I would prefer to get to know them through their lens than to like put my own judgment on them before I meet them. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's, that, that is the thing. Like it's much better to- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, to, that's a great idea no, 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 no. in theory. <laughs> it's, it's much better to, to find out about them through meeting them or, or whatever, rather than Googling them and then, then being intimidated by all of this information you find. And you know, everyone should take that advice because I don't use it myself. Yeah. And, and I'll instantly look them up and be like, oh fuck. But I don't have the instinct to. 
Yeah. That's the difference is I just don't want to do it. If I did, I would. Well, you know? Facebook is the worst because you know you're going to go deep into those photos and you're going to find uh, pictures of them with, their ex. With, with, yeah, 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 some some other floozy. And then you're going to be like, ah, who the fuck is that? And it's just going to, it's going to exactly. go crazy in your mind. And this person who you're stalking is just sitting at home being like, cool, I just met a cool person. I'm excited to hang out with them. Yeah. And you're like, you don't even care about me. You care about that person. I'm just a rebound. I've had friends who go on spirals and they create all these like stories almost about the background of this person and oh I think this and I think that just from photos and status updates. I I don't know, I, I think it's I think it's that human instinct to just be paranoid as fuck. Yeah. Well especially if you like someone and you're like, what's a reason to not put my heart on the line? <laughs> So you have absolutely no temptation. Surely there's there's temptation to to have a little look, have a little peek, have a little stalk. Maybe once um, I've had them on Facebook for a while and I'm like bored or insecure one night and decide to feed that. <laughs> so it's all but about like, boredom. I don't like. It's like there's nothing on TV, so hmm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stalk everyone. Yeah, and then you're like, Ugh. I must be really bored then. But it like, but then it like disappears. I, I might feel jealous or something in that moment when I'm looking at it, but then I can forget it pretty quickly. I don't picture it past seeing it. Oh, it doesn't go deep into your soul. No, 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 no. Like I'll look at it and like if I'm looking at someone's photos and it might be with an ex or something, I'm like, oh. They seem really happy with that person and that's upsetting to me because I want to be happy with that person. But then I just go, oh, but that was ages ago and then I leave and I'm fine. Oh, so you justify it. You don't die on the inside. You don't go into the bathroom and cut your wrists. Well, no, because everyone's had exes. Like my yeah, hearing nobody is, wants to I don't know get that. jealous ex, ex jealousy. Do you get regular jealousy? Yeah, yeah. Like I get jealous <laughs> of other things. I'm not like inhuman, but like I just, Unless the ex is very present in the life of that person, I'm just like, cool, well, you, you dated, you loved each other, and it didn't work out, so that's why we're dating now. So do you not look people up just for security as well? Uh, um, whether it be a date or somebody that, that you're meeting or something, uh, somebody that you're going to work with. <laughs> <laughs> like you. Obviously, I didn't. Rock up in a stranger's house. Yeah, so wait, so, so again, we're back to this shit. So, so you did no research on me before you came here. No. So I'm a complete stranger. But I met you in a cafe and in my head, like there were no alarm bells going off. So I just was like, oh, I think he's fine. That's my tactic. Well, that's it. You know, this is luckily touch wood has never gotten me in trouble. My instincts telling me something incorrect, but yet. Far too trusting. But I honestly just never think about that stuff. Hey, well, if you get in early, you can choose your own photo for your missing persons poster. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Hit us up on Twitter at dead to me Podcast. We're also on Facebook. And our email is deadtomepodcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.